Welcome to Inside Pediatrics, a podcast brought to you by Children's Hospital of Alabama in Birmingham. I'm Conan Gasqui. Today we're talking about diet therapy for epilepsy and a specific diet that can help. You may have heard of this diet, the ketogenic diet. We have two guests who are experts on this diet. Monica McChesney is a registered dietitian in the Department of Clinical Nutrition and Lactation at Children's of Alabama. Dr. Pong Kankirawatana is the medical director of the Children's of Alabama Pediatric Epilepsy Program. So guys, y'all are obviously uh, both experts in this field, uh, in this specific type of treatment for epilepsy. I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what developed your interest in this uh, to begin with. Monica, I'll start with you. This is one of your areas of expertise right here at Children's. What made you interested in this diet initially? I've been at Children's, you know, for about 10 years now and started working with it probably two years in and just saw that it really worked and helped these kids where parents have tried, you know, different medications and that have failed. And um, it's just something that I truly believe in and just love it. And I guess you just worked on developing your understanding more and more as time has gone by? Absolutely, because there's not, you know, a training certificate or anything like that. It's just kind of, you know, figuring it out, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, figuring out and, you know, trial and error, really. And no patient is the same. They're all different. So um, it's challenging, which I enjoy. And like I said, yeah, just a strong passion for it. Sounds good. Dr. Pong, I know you have a passion for this as well. And I know you also introduced a ketogenic diet treatment program at the Comprehensive Epilepsy Program in Thailand. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. When I finished my training in the uh, U.S., I went back to medical school in Thailand back in 1992. And during that time, it says, uh, the, in Thailand, in, we don't have that much of the, the new anti-seizure uh, medications and uh, a lot of kids, uh, you know, it's very intractable, especially for the drop seizures and uh, institutionalized children who, you know, have so many seizures every day. So in order to try to control the seizures with the resource we had, so I explored the alternative way. That That's why it kind of ended up with uh, work with a nutrition program there and start doing the ketogenic diet in Thailand. Actually, my paper turned out to be one of the first in the Southeast Asia. So after that, uh, we very successful in the treatment. So we, I continue to have this and part of my routine practice of the intractable epilepsy in kids. And it's obviously something that you, that you also do here at Children's of Alabama uh, with a lot of success as well. I want to talk a little bit about, so the listeners understand, uh, I think most people are probably familiar with the keto diet, or at least they've heard of it. Uh, Monica, tell me a little bit about, for people who don't know specifically how it works, what, what goes into this? Yeah, so the ketogenic diet is a high-fat, moderate amount of protein, low-carbohydrate diet, and it's intended to shift the body's metabolism to, from glucose metabolism to fat metabolism. It ends up being 90% fat, 6% protein, and 4% carb. And we think about it as a ratio. So classic ketogenic diet is considered a 4 to 1 or a 3 to 1. So a 4 to 1 would mean that the patient is receiving four times the amount of fat to carbohydrate and protein combined. You talk about those ratios. Is that something that's difficult for some people to manage, or is there other things you have to know about it kind of going in? So I have a program that helps me a ton, Keto Diet Calculator, and it, I come up with the recipe and give it to families, and they just have to follow it. So it's it's really, you know, that takes the hard hard part out of it for oh, sure. Always good to have those specific instructions yes. to work with. Dr. Pong, can you talk a little bit about how 
this keto diet helps patients with epilepsy specifically? Why does this make a difference for them? To tell you the truth, we do not know exactly what the real mechanism, how it controls seizures. And, and this has been ongoing for a long, long time, start back in three or 4,000 years ago yeah. when the Roman thought that all epileptic it possessed. And even in the Bible, you see so many things written in the Bible that uh, when they have the, the demon possess and that's why what the Romans do it they put these group of the patient in the cave and they starve them and they thought that this you know try to get rid of the the demon uh, uh, spirit to get them from the process and turn out to be yeah it successfully <laughs> controlled the seals and, and that's why in I think when in uh, the Mayo doctor back in 1920-something, when uh, Dr. Krebs uh, uh, discovered the Krebs cycle, mm -hmm. and that time a lot of people, you know, get into the biochemical and think about the starvation as a way to treat the seizures. So with that improvised, one of the, the Mayo Clinic doctors tried to imitate starvation without stop with without starvation so because our our body run with uh, two engine one is carbohydrate one is uh, fat and the brain get the energy from either glucose or the ketone body so we thought that by switching the uh, like the car engine you have the hybrid car one in running the gas the other one in the electric and somehow the seals run better with the gas so you just switch to the electric, so the serial control. But we do not know exactly what uh, substrate or active metabolic or metabolite that control it. But anyway, with this, it makes your body for our own body that we in the starvation mode. We burn our own fat. Once we burn our own fat, the carbohydrate engine slow down or shut off. And when it shut off, it somehow it shut off the epileptic brain tissues also. So that's work. So in the process of doing that, it turned out to be, yeah, in terms of try to make your body survive, so you keep on feeding the fat, get rid of the carbohydrate. So that's the way how it works. It's a very fascinating history, uh, how it was originally learned that this would be effective for epilepsy. And, and I guess it doesn't, doesn't matter if you, if you really fully understand exactly what's going on as long as it is effective, and, and we know that it is that. Monica, is, is this a good option for all epilepsy patients or just kind of specific patients? So there are a couple diagnoses that, you know, it's considered the first line of treatment, such as glucose-1 transporter deficiency, where they simply can't break down glucose for energy and then pyruvate dehydrogenase deficiency is another one, and then phosphofructokinase deficiency. And then there's also other epilepsy syndromes Dr. Pong can talk a little bit about that research has found that they respond really well to the diet. Yeah, in overall, it's it more generic in every single group of the, you know, it, because epilepsy is uh, it's so heterogeneous. It's not single disease. So it's a, a myriad kind of epilepsy, you name it. And uh, the one that Monica already mentioned is one of the immune metabolism that they cannot utilize the glucose or cannot move the glucose into the brain. So that's why it really depends on the ketone body. And that's that what the diet. 
really uh, be a specific treatment for that. On the epileptic syndrome, the one that commonly respond very well, it would be the one that have the, the drop seizure, the falling seizures, or the medical term, uh, mild chronic atonic seizures, or we call it a dose or doses syndrome, which would fit with uh, the ketogenic diet. But in general, let's say you have you don't know what to treat, and that will be one of the best because it's very broad spectrum in terms of controlling seizures. Overall, because we don't have the good control trial study to tell you what the uh, percentage of seizure reduction, but from the Cochrane review, from the you know reviewed all the literature, I would say that 16% get up to the seizure-free. And uh, so which very good uh, confident interval and uh, and I think it's uh, uh, yeah, 16% up to the seizure-free, 32% uh, uh, seizure reduction down to 90%. And a 50% reduction is about 56%. Wow, so incredible. Pretty, pretty uh, broad spectrum in all group of epilepsy. The only problem is, is how to get into the ketosis and uh, maintain the ketosis. Yeah, I guess that I guess that's the key is staying in that ketosis. And, and and in terms of patients and who should use this and who should maybe use medicine instead, it's sort of a case by case basis, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So let's talk about uh, when you have a patient who has epilepsy and you're talking to their parent uh, about things that they need to know before they go on this diet. What kind of advice might you have for them, Monica? The biggest thing is just, you know, we do ask for a three-month commitment to see if the diet is going to work. It takes that long, and there's a lot of fine-tuning with the diet um, and just changes within those first three months to make sure we give it our best shot. So that's really the biggest thing. And there are other things our parents have to consider as far as medications. They can't be, you know, liquid elixir syrup um, because that's going to contain a lot of sugar and then their food is going to be drastically different Um, so if you have a picky eater it may be a little bit more difficult um, to do not saying it can't be done um, but those are just some of the main things you know for parents to consider when thinking about doing the diet. So this is, of course, one diet that can help patients with epilepsy. Dr. Pong, are, are there a variety of others that could potentially be helpful as well? Well, I think we use the ketogenic diet as another option like you use a med because everyone knows that epilepsy, we don't have the blueprint which one needs to be on what med. It's still a trial and error. So in general, what we're doing is we select one med and, in, and then try to treat and if it fails, we go to the second med. Overall, about 30% of children with epilepsy will be intractable or difficult to control. And those 30% population are the ones that try the second med, third med. And then if they fail third med, usually then it's time to consider as an option for the ketogenic diet. Unless they are the belong to the group that start with the inborn oral metabolism that Monica already mentioned that. And that one, we do, we do not delay. We go straight to the ketogenic diet. Very interesting stuff, guys. Uh, y'all are experts in this, and I know y'all have a lot of success with it uh, with your epileptic patients here at Children's of Alabama. I uh, thank you for your perspective today. Thank okay. you. Thank Thanks you for having us. Thanks for listening to Inside Pediatrics. You can find more podcasts like this one at childrensal.org slash inside pediatrics.